I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. It girls, we the itch girls. I got Jenny and Lindsay in this bitch girl. Make you move your hips while sipping gin, girl. Make you bounce your tits like it's a jig, girl. Like boom. Hello, girls. Welcome back. Slightly more upbeat than last week. No crying this week, I promise. I can't promise. Can't yeah. promise yeah. <laughs> uh, as always, thank you so much to Outsider for sponsoring our podcast. Thank you. We love you so much. Uh, guys, go out and grab a box wherever the feck you can find them. They're everywhere, to be honest. Yeah. Um, and always remember that they could be in the fridge rather than the top. True. On a bar. If you're at the bar, just have a little peek down and they could be there in the gleaming yeah. gorge bottle that they exist in and is just waiting to go down your neck. Let's have a little sub. Oh yeah, let's crack a can actually, hon. On. Jenny's cracking a can. I've been cracked. Stabilizer. Being the thirsty bitch that I is. Ooh, cheers, hon. Cheers, mm. cheers, 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 cheers. Cheers, baby girl. So we've got a little bit of housekeeping around our live show next week. Obviously, it's completely sold out. So if you're not going, feel free to fast forward. However, we'll keep it quick. Gals, we are under a serious time schedule for this show. I know usually when you get tickets for a show and it's like doors at seven, you're like, I can turn up at half ten. The fucking warm up act will barely be done. Not this one. Okay. Not ours. Not ours. We basically wanted to make this show as long as possible. Now we're not keeping you there for seven and a half hours. Don't worry. But we want to give you bang for your book. So Mm -hmm. we're under like time, very strict time, kind of not pressure, but you know, we have a schedule that we have to stick to. Well, the what time is the door? Doors at eight and we are on stage at half eight. Yeah. So if you want to get the full show that you've paid for, you want to be there lining up with your gal pals, maybe seven, half seven, getting in there, getting your drinks, sitting down with your girls. Yes. And then we are going to be on stage at half eight. So don't be thinking that you'll rock up. Rock up by all means at whatever time you can get there. However, you may miss an hour of the show. Or you're going to miss a very fun surprise at the start of the show. We have a surprise guest at the start who we are literally quivering for We're quivering um but so basically gals i was at a show there the other night which was similar right for unreserved seating so that's another point it's unreserved seating so i don't know some people said that there was random seat numbers on their tickets there's no reserved like if you've all bought your tickets separately you can all sit together however yeah. what this, the way this show worked last night was we went in and they brought us down they held us in the bar area of the Tivoli downstairs before bringing us upstairs to the theatre because the theatre is not is upstairs above the kind of music venue in the Tivoli so you can go in there whenever the fact like half seven as you said have a little drink before like eight o'clock and then at half eight get all your gals and go up and you'll be able to grab seats together you know that way so like yeah. my, if you want to sit together you're just going to have to figure that out Um, but yeah as I said unreserved you'll be able to sit with whoever the feck you want but you were saying that there were people kind of helping guide yeah yeah now like 
I don't know if that's. I'm sure there will be ushers be there. And there's all like it's gonna be chill. But yeah. again, just it's gonna be way more chill for you guys if you're there on time. Yeah. And if you are not leaving yourself to kind of have. And if you walk in late, I will roast you. Yeah, we we're ready to roast. <laughs> but, but so basically, that's just the main point is that we're not pulling your leg. I mean, obviously things happen. It could be 10 minutes late or whatever. But like the plan is, and I don't see us veering from this plan, that stage time starts at half eight on the button. And also maybe we add another point of us doing this time scale and stuff is that like, it's like you're going to be there with your gals. You're going to be having a few drinks, getting mm-hmm. super excited. But you can also still go out dancing. So it's exactly. not the whole night that you're spending yeah. listening to us. We're going to get you hyped up for the possibility of you going out for a little dance or exactly. a little drinks to talk about the show afterwards, whatever. So we just want you to get, like Jenny was yeah. saying, total bang for your buck being able to, we want you to experience everything mm-hmm. because we have specialised this show for you. Yeah, and we've got we've got the venue um, until 11pm as far as I know. So like, I don't know, at the show I was at last night, there was like a little bit of a moment at the end of the show when it ended at like quarter to 11 for like people to come up to the, the stage and just kind of say hi and stuff. So if that's what you want to do, you know, we can do it after. Um, however, we're really... We'll be horny for that too. Oh yeah. Hey. I'm really, we're really, really excited for it. Some people have been asking if it's going to be recorded. Basically, one thing to note on this show is we are not producing this show. This is Dublin Podcast Festival. This is their festival. So they are looking after all of the production and all of the like promotion and all that kind of stuff for us so mm-hmm. we're unsure yet if it's going to be recorded however if it is recorded audio Lindsay and I are going to make the executive decision after the show whether to publish or not because we've kind of tailored it to be very visual so we're not sure if it's going to actually kind of translate to uh just and also audio intera- interactive with like the audience yeah so we're trying to kind of imagine how that would translate yeah. the so, audio. But like, I mean, the thing is, is like, girls, we have loads ahead where we want to give you more audio podcasts. Yeah. Like we were speaking in our last podcast about how we're planning on growing it, girls. And we need you gals on board yeah. with that. However, the live shows that we are like, just this is our first one. We want to extend into doing more like you know, everything has its place. And if if we have like a bomb ass show that works in audio yeah. of course we'll put it up if it's recorded but if it's recorded <laughs> yeah. but like you know only time will just, tell only time will tell we got it it's our first one we're just kind of putting the feelers out trying to yeah. get used to something new and we're super excited for it however we're just know. kind of fingering the wind at the moment um, but we will have some fabulous assistants there on the night who are going to be managing our social media so hopefully they'll be able to get you know a few like so you can kind of get an yeah. idea of keep how an it's going to keep an eye on all of our stories and all our social media yeah um, but we're so excited Like we, you know We are as New to this as you guys Yeah We just are like Trying to grow something Like I said We need you on board with this Because You know This is Like we've spoken in the last podcast It's unearthed into something That we didn't exactly You know Intend We didn't know that it was going to be This kind of cool Like Niche crowd of girls Yeah And We just need you guys Like we're gro- we're all growing together. We're all progressing. We're starting something new, so 
we're just, not experts in this and we're so we excited to see you all there we're absolutely dying for it dying I was even at freaking dinner the other night with Jack and the server was like are you excited for the live show like I, I was oh, like where did you go uh, to Massa you know the new taco place so good oh no Shout way yeah, it's Unreal. my second time there um, a really fabulous drag queen called Anxiety works there otherwise known as our Ian baby Farrell. oh my um, goodness but it's a no it's a really cute fucking uh, place me and Jack went there and like also can I just say sorry to derail bargain me and Jack got a mm-hmm. beer each two two plates of tacos each so four tacos each and the bill was 36 euro oh my gosh that's really good and the food was stunning we and got fish tacos, tacos chicken tacos like, we got chips and guac too oh my gosh I could eat tacos every zanzay let's go on um, so yeah that's our, our thing just make sure the main thing is get there on time especially if you've got a big group of girls because you want to be all sitting together obviously <clears throat> um, and just you know be punctual and warn your girl sorry to to interrupt just because I know this from my sisters warn the girls who take forever to get ready yeah yeah, yeah. your friend who takes three hours to get ready just be like this is when we're leaving book the taxi like yeah like, (laughs) like this is the situation it's way more fun like Jenny and I recently have been going out earlier and getting home a little bit earlier being Mm. the grannies that we is for sure but like Honestly, it's such a nice night where you kind I of I way prefer it. Same, it's unreal. So just warn your gals if you have those kind of go- girls, those girls, those girls who do not be getting ready and are straightening their hair with the GFD. Yeah. They're like, actually, it might be a little bit late. And also another question that was asked that I'm just like, let me just stress this. It is not BYOB. There is yeah. a bar. And no, we, we get in trouble if you do that. Like, we have a certain responsibility for the venue. Like, this is not... Like, I know we, we me and Lindsay seem like they're kind of like, ah, sure, feck it, sneak it in. Like, we have responsibility to the venue. Like... They won't let us put... If they're like... You won't get in. Had, they search your bag. Everyone was clinking as they're yeah. coming in. And yeah, you don't want to lose But they drink. do search your bag in there. So and don't we, bring a load of cans and then be I like... Mean, the worst thing, it's sacrilege if they are taking your cans yeah, and you're trying to hide them around. Like, no, I mean, that's just a stress you can't handle. And look... There might be a, a a chance for a few of you guys to go home with a couple of cans in the bag. So like you wink, 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 wink. But what we're saying is like, let's be not only respectful to the venue, but respectful to the producers and respectful to us because, you know, obviously as well, we want you guys to have a fun time and, you know, be having a few drinks with us. But like making it stress free it's not, for yourselves. Yeah, as well because it's just like, it's also wants to be caught with it's not a club night as well. It's like, you know, this is Lindsay and I are taking this very seriously and we would uh, encourage seriously with good fun of course but what I mean is that like you know I've just I remember I've been at a show before where like everyone it was the vibe was like semi like a podcast kind of thing it was like a talk but like there was just some people in the crowd that were so effing lit Mm. and they ruined it because they were like shouting up at people and thinking they could be like heckling and it's like I know we seem like your pals but like let's just we are your pals everyone's paid 20 euro to go see us as well I mean again It's just a respectful thing I have an ickle story A while ago I think a couple months ago I went to the snapper In mm. The Abbey or something The gate the maybe ambas- the, Where the fuck it was The gate is the, uh, the ambassador Near the side, rotundas yeah. That's mm-hmm, what mm-hmm, the gate. Yeah so we went to the snapper And it was like me My sisters My mum My aunts It was like We've all loved the freaking movie And stuff And there were these two girls In front of us And they were like Talking the whole way through The guy was trying to give the like fire exit thing And they were just yapping And yapping And they were clearly Having a great time They were like having a Just a lull A couple of drinks And dying to see the show However They were were Having too much fun talking That they weren't even like Acknowledging that the show Was taking place And being just Disrespectful to the guy Who was trying to 
Yeah Explain where the fire exit was And to the people around them <laughs> Yeah And everyone was like You know And they were had their phones out Taking selfies And like So the light was beaming up And you're trying to look at the stage When the interval came They got kicked out No way Yeah Like we were Me and my aunts Were all sat down And we saw them Like they were trying to get back in They obviously went for a drink And tried to get back in They were yeah. kicked out Like Scarlet Hawn Yeah How cool are you now Taking a selfie baby girl? So like to, Just to give you guys Who are going A slight Not run- that we want any No <laughs> Obviously take as many selves as you want That's not our thing But it's like the Just to let you guys know The first half of our show Is going to be more podcast style The second half of our show Is pure audience interaction So there and is high energy High energy That is your chance The second half of our show Is your chance to If you can Like there's going to be a chance For you guys to get on stage with us There's going to be a chance For you guys to be shouting up But it's like There is loads of time But just be aware Of the other people around you All of these gals Are in it like you They all love it gals too I mean mm-hmm. we've got people Driving up from Cork I've got messages today Like you know what I mean So just Let's just keep it Fucking cool Like we want this show To inspire us To do so many more mm-hmm. And like I know you guys Will all be amazing Like I know I but mean the people That we are seeing Who is Like I'm shooketh At some of the I'm like they're coming They're so cool they're, Like people that I, You'd just be seeing yeah, On Instagram totally. or whatever, People that I'm bumping into In shops and stuff And mm. So I know Like you guys Don't even need to be told But we just want to make sure Because I mean Jenny and I Have been Totally Crazy bitches before yeah. And not so. even about you Just like if you see someone Acting the fucking Mickey Don't be afraid Because if I don't roast you on stage Lindsay will And if Lindsay doesn't You guys can roast them Immediately Yeah <laughs> Like it's gonna Like you know the vibe With it gals It's not gonna be Like a serious thing Obviously it's high energy Throughout yeah, the whole show totally. We are like We just wanna give you guys Loads of laughs Like we keep on saying Bang for your book You're paying to see it So we totally Respect And are So internally grateful Yeah Internally Eternally For that regard Like totally aware And not wanting to take you guys We want to give you guys a show mm-hmm. That respects the pay that you've given us or whatever, you know. For sure. So we'll see so. you guys next week. Literally. Yeah. Um and we are so fucking excited for it. Um okay, so before we get in, we're actually gonna do a QA this week. We haven't done one in so bloody long. It's been it's been a minute. It's been an absolute minute. But first we're gonna do a little recap just to kind of set the scene, some funny shit that's been going on recently. I think it's quite uh, time appropriate with Halloween peeping up. Uh so today I'm on Twitter, I saw and I fucking lulled. Um, there was... <laughs> I just loved the story immediately. I was just imagining all the triggered feminists. I was imagining all the people who were just perpetually fucking offended on Twitter. Just having their literal... I'm shaking. I'm shaking. I'm foaming at the mouth. <laughs> I haven't stopped crying since 10 a.m. So Those kind of girls. Basically, this website called Yandy um, has released... <laughs> It's so a random sexy handmaid's tail <laughs> costume I'm lolling I'm quivering I'm <laughs> fucking lolling Right so this fucking outfit Obviously uh-huh. if you guys don't know Handmaid's Tale It's a book uh, Jenny just schooled me Yeah it's based on a book About this dystopian future Where these Christian fundamentals Take over the world But it's also like dystopian In the sense that like Loads of people are infertile So okay, they kind r- of been- Rewind what the fuck is dystopian Dystopian is like a far away messed up kind of future You know like Mad Max Like dystopia It's like a, it's an imagined kind of world Oh uh, okay Um, Like in the future usually where It's basically uh, like what we play No because dystopian is usually like bad Like dystopia is Google on your phone <laughs> You've never no, heard I, that word before 
Like in your movies, it's always like set in a dystopian. Oh, future. as if like what's that one where like yeah, the whole world just collapses. Yeah, and... like like what's it? Independence Day. Like all yeah, that yeah, kind that's of shit. You know what say. I mean? Yeah, uh-huh. War of the Worlds. Like it's dystopian. Okay, future. Yeah. So it's this dystopian future where these Christian fundamentals have taken control of the fertile population. And are they're making they're like enslaving them to have babies anyway? Whatever, it's like you know, fun little sci fi basically. But the feminist ch- turned it into like a fucking allegory for how Trump's America is going to turn out, which is just like, I mean, Jesus Christ, I'm shook that they think that that's the, their reality. Those women don't have a fucking clue of how privileged their life is in America, to be honest, like, and how free mm-hmm. they are compared to some countries where literally, like, look at Saudi Arabia, mm-hmm. they're like, no, but America's the problem. <laughs> we're being forced like (laughs) are you joking uh but anyway so the feminists are in uproar because this is like a sexy outfit for the women who are meant to be enslaved now i saw that like i mean what is the outfit because there was like a slit (laughs) i'll show you the original one a massive slit like i I got the screen grab here because it did not like sexy to me that's all i'm saying like if i'm gonna be sexy for halloween oh no this is pretty oh it's not not yeah like exactly i mean for it like i mean look there it is (laughs) <laughs> yeah like it's still like I mean bar the kind of Angelina Jolie leg yeah it's still very much covered she What's, has the little I like bonnet. it bonnet <laughs> yeah, I like it <laughs> I mean if Jenny if the website didn't crash or whatever the fuck happened Jenny would have bought that <laughs> they fucking pulled it I would 100% go as sexy but this, this is like we were speaking like about virality and the internet like it is so predictable yeah I mean Jenny was like oh I'm not sure if they pulled it and I was like Jenny, I don't even yeah. follow the story. They pulled it. Yeah, yeah. They yeah. always pull it. They pulled the freaking Lena Durham fucking thing last week. Lena Dunham. Whatever. What I she cannot do? say that name ever. Look. Lena Dunham, you know. Dun. Dunham. Ham. Okay. <laughs> Dunham. Dunham. There was a thing where Resolve? No. Oh, Revolve. Revolve. Oh, right. sorry. Revolve yeah, 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 freaking yeah, yeah. were coming out with these um, expensive. They're like, it's kind of like online shopping but it's a little bit more expensive and they were coming out with like um comments that people like Cara another name I can't say Delavina um Emma Stone and freaking Lena Dunham were and all receiving Paloma Esser yeah all these like kind of insta gals um all these comments that they would have gotten their Instagram like it was like oh fat girls that is not an excuse and then they put them on the website on this t-shirt um and it just blew off as in like Lena was like how dare you put a white skinny woman in this t-shirt blah 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 and they got pulled and they wait had to... she was moaning even though her quote was on it apparently they had an idea amongst themselves I'm not sure if they spoke to the brand and it was kind of like um an agreed thing I don't know I think the problem maybe was that it wasn't agreed but I didn't follow it because I was just like to be honest I, I'm over this already before yeah. it's even begun yeah so um it came out like it was basically this like thin model like plain looking kind of girl and she was wearing this gray that was the paloma esser quote and it was like uh it was like being fat is not isn't an, an excuse isn't ex- an excuse yeah you're just i think it just lazy. said that yeah something like that and then apparently like in extremely small writing underneath that quote they wrote like said to paloma yeah like, yeah yeah but, yeah who was a Lena and stuff came out and was like, are you joking putting this on no. a white skinny? It totally takes away from the point. I mean, that whole argument, like, like the whole thing with those T-shirts in the first place, I was like, who do they think would want to wear a T-shirt saying that? 
big or small why would you want to walk around because they were like the intention was to start the conversation around like online abuse oh, the conversation like, here hon. yeah i mean we have that also, massive obese con- girl on cosmopolitan last <laughs> week like the conversation is there okay and also, like, we're very aware and also like the conversation doesn't need to be like there's a there's a place for the conversation. Maybe write a blog post or make a video, piece of video also content. Can the- we just chill it out? Do you know what? It's gotten to the point, like, anyway, from my point of, like, weight and stuff, the conversation isn't helping. We've been talking about weight <laughs> yeah. since... For sure, we talked about that on one episode before. We were saying, like, the body posi- positivity movement. Oh, as yeah. if anything made me more fucking conscious of oh, my body. Oh, I've never been more aware of every role and emotion. <laughs> and loving and my like, roles. Yeah, and I'm just like... I've never looked at my body like I like recently just for the podcast um for the live show we're looking back at like old pictures mm. and stuff to get us inspired and I'm looking back at old pictures where I really was just like more so living in my body and not kind of aware of like what the fuck I look like on Facebook or yeah. whatever and now I'm way more aware I'm like I don't know if it's the body positive but also it's just like huns women of today we've been talking about our bodies you know can we just leave that for a minute you know where whether you're big whether you're small like it's really just like stop talking about it mm. the more we talk about it the more it exists the more it keep keeps on existing keeps on being an issue like just don't talk about it just live in your body walk the fuck around eat and live like be and like the whole happy thing is like, body. like the I, more they talk about it the more they're making it an important thing for women to value as their body and it's like going back to like the handmaid's tale thing it's like jesus christ I'm sorry to say, but we're living up to our bad reputation of being moany bastards. Who can't... Bitches, excuse me. Sorry. Who, well, depending on the gender, hun, and I don't want to presume, but... I'm binary, hun. <laughs> I know you are. I'm bastard bitch. <laughs> That's what I... I'm bastard bitch. So, but, you know, like, so this Handmaid's Tale thing, like, people, the comments were literally, let me pull up the... I screen grabbed the Twitter moment. It said... The costume which featured the, a red mini dress was being sold by Yandy.com before being described by someone as being tone deaf. Yandy has since removed the item from its site. In a statement, the company said its corporate ideology is rooted in female empowerment and gender empowerment overall. Like, first of all, stop pretending that corporations are your friends. No corporation gives a fuck mm-hmm. about female empowerment or gender non-binary or people of color. Like, just in the sense that like, they don't give a fuck until it's going to make them a profit. Like, why do you think all the makeup companies now are like, oh my God, we've just released 48 new shades because they've now seen that it's profitable, okay? Like, stop having your knickers in a twist over, stop looking for validation from like multi-million dollar corporations. Like, mm-hmm. but you know what I mean? It's just yeah, like- This is coming from a girl who used to work in the makeup industry and yeah. I kind of, we were having this conversation a couple of weeks ago. I think there was some brand who brought out 12 shades and everyone was in uproar. And it's like, I get it, be in uproar. Yeah. However- like you were saying, do not connect your moral compass to L'Oreal. Yeah. Like, I mean, a brand. They are a brand. They have a, a multi- purpose. They are a business. Yeah. They have, th- all they care about is money. Yeah. It is a multi-million, like. And it's like, I understand the the, the thing with like, uh, even this kind of costume or the makeup stuff, especially, like, I understand that it is like it has Fendi did change the game in the sense that it was like oh my god now we kind of see that there was so many companies especially big 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 companies who have more than enough fucking means to make all the shades right Mm -hmm. I'm less so talking about smaller companies but like you know yeah it's a good conversation to have however you're not going to get your way with every single company and like just like every single company isn't going to be sound and isn't going to make this foundation 48 shades 
every Halloween costume is not going to be feminist. Like, I'm sorry, what Halloween costume hasn't been made sexy? Give me one. Like, I mean, I saw one tweet and they were like, yet there's no uproar over like the sexy fucking like nun outfits or the sexy priest or the, mm-hmm. like the nurses aren't going mad about the sexy nun. One. It's like Halloween is a time it's for... It's ridiculous. It's meant to be ridiculous. Like, and also... Put that back on sale, hon. It was, oh, it was $70. That's my only complaint. But also, are we allowed to be ridiculous in this day? Yeah. Like, it comes with, say, the Revolve um, t-shirt. Lena came out. She was like, blah, blah, blah. So, it's, you know, it, the total wrong model was used. Which, okay, it probably was. I'm sorry. However, if they put a big on, person in that t-shirt, they would have said the same thing. It would have been uproar that they put a the big person in the big Yeah, exactly. You're like, oh, you're calling her fat. Yeah, exactly. I don't know. Like, I find myself in a situation now where I just literally, in conversation, I don't know if you're the same, I really try and just not in any way talk, in, which I think has helped me in a way, as in not talking about bodies in any sense. Mm. I don't know, just in general conversation of, like, meeting people, day-to-day life. But I also have found myself, because of the internet, because of this kind of, we're triggered over every little word, I'm finding myself, in turn, being more triggered just more aware of everything which can be good however it can get to a point of being hypersensitive well it's a bit hysterical i feel i find Mm. a lot of it is so hysterical because a lot of it is only lived within the reality of the internet like you don't see people walking around dublin city streets screaming the way they scream on twitter like it's a complete removed reality it's like we're living in a virtual world like it's like we all go home on twitter and we're fucking out crying and uproaring about the yandy thing and then we go out on a night out and there's probably a load of people talking load of bugs and we're laughing our holes off because that's reality like mm. sometimes ridiculousness and sometimes like being like completely ridiculous for the sake of it is hilarious and I just feel like we've lost the run of ourselves. Like this Yandy thing. Of co- like, I mean, can I just read the description of the fucking dress? Because you'll fucking hell. <laughs> yes, this you can. killed me. I thought I couldn't get any funnier until oh I saw the description of the dress. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm sorry. Well, I'm going to open a key. I'm going to okay. open a key. Oh, this killed me. I forgot how funny this is. Oh, my Lord. Okay. Okay, so it says... An upsetting dystopian future has emerged where women no longer have a say. However, we say be bold and speak your mind in this exclusive brave red maiden costume (laughs) featuring a red mini dress, a matching cloak with an attached hood and white bonnet headpiece. Pantyhose not included. (laughs) (laughs) Bonnet headpiece? (laughs) Can I just say... That's the description to our merch. <laughs> <laughs> Women tell you have to be sensitive. How about we say? I'm dying. Bonnet head Bonnet head, but the fact that it's a, a dystopian future where women are no longer have a say. However, we say be bold and speak your mind in this exclusive. However, r- fuck it. Look at the bonnet. Bro, in this <laughs> shit. The bonnet is cracking me up. I mean, it's literally like you're going to a freaking wannabe glam restaurant and they have Literally. those white like 100% cotton <laughs> serviettes and you've just placed it on your head to be funny and then this person tweeted right we're now beyond satire no we're not that's actually the exact point of satire yeah. sexy handmaid's tail outfit there's nothing like fighting the patriarchy by sexualizing a show about misogyny and rape 
Like, I could literally not be more sick of a word other than patriarchy. It's all please. I mean, can we? I just can I, I mute that word in life? I wish I could mute the word in life because I've muted it on Twitter because I can't with listening to that word. I mean, I could do a whole spiel on that, but like, I'm just over it. Like Hans, get on our wavelength. If you're not, then tune out, baby like, girl. Like it must be handy being able to blame everything on the patriarchy. Everything on men. Just the patriarchy. This God is the patriarchy. Like I always forget. Oh, move your foot there, hon. You're just standing on the cables. To be honest, the word patriarchy, I forget what it means all the time. Oh, they basically mean like the world being run under a male fucking. I, to be honest, it's not even it's like so realistic. Overly, exactly. I th- I think it's just so dumb. oversaturatedly used that it's like it may. It's basically a comma at mm. this point. Like the meaning is gone. Mm-hmm. But anyway. Anyway, who's going as a... So me and Lindsay have decided... So as you guys know, me and Lindsay are really like actively social and we're like social activists. So what we're doing to stand up for Yandy because I feel like they've been done wrong and I feel like they were just trying to make girls sexy on Halloween. Um, We're both going to do sexy outfits for Halloween. I wish I could do Handmaid's Tale, but I I would only want to do the Handmaid's... I would only want to do it if I could profit them. What we want to do is basically... (laughs) What we want to do... Jenny and I, to be honest... We are the kind of girls who like months before Halloween we're like, we're gonna do this, we're gonna do this. We build each other so much and then we're like, oh bollocks, it's tomorrow. And we literally Red draw lip. on three whiskers and are like, we're a cat meow. Like <laughs> nothing. The to amount prepare. of times I've been we're a like, cat. Meow, meow, meow. I'm like for, up for the whole of October, I'm like, yeah, I'm gonna get like Carrie Bradshaw, like <laughs> massive wig. I'm gonna get a huge fur coat. Yeah. And I'm like, oh shit, I forgot to get everything. Meow. Fuck, uh, uh what will I be? Amy Winehouse, uh bollocks, I'll put a toilet roll on my head. <laughs> But this year, I think we're going to be the basic biatches. Go into the weird, like, pop-up, ho- like, Halloween shops yep. in freaking O'Connell Street. Get a sexy nurse. We're going to be sexy. Put a little bit on. of blood on our legs. Yeah. Like, we're, we're a dead sexy nurse. You need to be taken care of, daddy. A sexy garge. <laughs> a yeah. sexy farmer girl. <laughs> a sexy farmer. A sexy paddy hop. <laughs> Take me up the haystack. <laughs> what else could we be? What else is sexy? I'm keeping mine secret so now else copies me, hun. Oh, because <laughs> a sexy garja. <laughs> you'll be a, you'll be the only sexy garja. A sexy rugby player. I always kind of would look sexy gagger. I'd love to do like a, se- a sexy librarian. <laughs> I'm dying at a sexy gagger. Please be in it. heels. Be it. Like with a little like rip the fucking gas. Lindsay t-shirt. loves it, but she'll never be it because it's not sexy. You know, she's like, I love that. And but I'm like, I won't be do it. it. She's like, anyway, what's the next topic? What else could I be? What is actually sexy? Um, I'm thinking sexy nurse for you. That is cute. Can I say, can also, I wouldn't mind being sexy nurse because that Blink One Eight Two album. Literally, my biggest inspiration for life. She's so yeah, hot. She's a hot ride. And she's like pulling that little. Do you know what I'd love up. to be? Not that I'll bother, but anyway, if I did bother, I'd love <laughs> to be Pamela Anderson when she was with Tommy Lee and she wore that big pink fluffy yes. hat and a white corset and it was just the most random outfit ever. I'd but go as Tommy Lee. To fuck. <laughs> I'd go as Tommy Lee. Would you? Stunning, yeah. If we, we, we won't bother girls. No, we'll don't never even, do it. We'll never do it. Don't, don't be waiting for the Instagram. Catch us in a month uh, sitting in Lindsay's house getting... Jealous of every jealous other Instagram. Going, was like, fucking it's stupid. Then I, I said I was going to do that and then she fucking... Listen to the podcast She did that <laughs> Watch every blogger now Wear the pink Pamela Anderson hat I know They'll all be copying us on Yeah You heard I'll it send here you first the, I'll course. send you the check um, Okay so We have Tacos, A few says. questionies We're going to do one Before the outsider moment uh, It's a quick one So um, Lindsay are you ready for this bitch? Spill it girl 
Uh, hi guys, love you both. Uh, first of all, any chance you would discuss this topic? How close should your best friend and your boyfriend be? Should they be out taking selfies and posting instas together? Or am I a jealous freak? Interesting unwritten rule. Interesting as fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Look at us looking at each other. We staring at each other then as if I was freaking taking selfies with Michael. Michael. Okay, so what are your initial thoughts on this question? My initial thoughts are, it all depends. There's a, a, a few moving parts in this. Say, for example, I introduced Lindsay to a guy and she ended up going out with him. And I was friends with him. Obviously, I'm not going to be like, and now I will step back from the friendship and only you can take selfies with him. Do you know what I mean? It's like, it all depends on the kind of like pretense Evolvement of, of, of the relation yeah. and who knew, or even the sense of like, if I didn't, say me and Lindsay like had this mutual friend and then they started dating. I'm obviously... What the pre-relationship was like mm. before. However, I'm, what I'm picking up from this is that there wasn't a pre-relationship. I'm picking up the same thing. And I think that... It's because there's an answer to the question. I, I think if you are at a point, first of all, Gal, who has written this question into us, if you are at a point where you are sending a question into yeah. a couple strange or crazy bitches, mm-hmm. that you are you know sniffing answer. at a problem. Yeah. And sometimes I think girls can be paranoid people can be paranoid mm-hmm. and they can like make something out of nothing however other times I feel like your intuition is telling you something yeah and it may not be that they're getting together or that there's anything there however it's just something that you are uncomfortable with mm-hmm. and that it doesn't sit right with you and that doesn't work with your life mm-hmm. and that you just don't like mm-hmm. and there may not be rhyme or reason for that however if you don't like it and if you're not comfortable with it then that's the rhyme or reason yeah like I said to Lindsay like a while ago we were kind of discussing this entire topic and I was just saying like, the thing is, is like, in like with relationships and when you're kind of introducing like boyfriends to friends or it goes back vice versa to the boyfriend too, obviously. And like, even just like, I don't know, friends to friends. Interhuman relationships are all about boundaries and how you find out if your friend is respectful of you is if they respect your boundaries. And it's the same with a fella. Like, and the person who sets your boundaries is not the greater world's rules and it's not like what should be classed as acceptable in the entire world your boundaries are set by you and obviously within an extent like I mean people can be crazy and toxic but what your boundary controlling yeah but your boundary here is not being toxic or crazy what I'm picking up on it is that you know it's not that it's making you feel uncomfortable that your fella is out on a night out with your friend habitually it seems taking selfies putting them up on Instagram but the thing is is that I was talking to someone yesterday about this. Like, who? Jack. Oh, okay. Not about this topic, but like just in general. And Jack is a great kind of, um, what's the word? Like, moral compass kind of. Yeah. He and he was just saying, he said something that I thought was so true. Balanced. He was just like, my whole thing is that like, I feel it's wrong to be angry at someone without them knowing I'm angry at them. Like, that you can't be like sitting at home brooding angry about someone unless you've told them it you know that way it's like you like you can't be sitting at home being like what a bitch but then like like these people might not know that it's your boundary basically like your friend and your boyfriend do have no idea clearly that this is a boundary for you and 
it's only until you tell them it's a boundary then you can judge them on their actions in my opinion um you can just you know if you sit them down you're just like look or sit one i think your friend is probably the best one to talk to i would find that would be it depends on the relationship yeah of course because a lot of the time it depends like you were saying on where the kind of relationship began say if the relationship began as in that you and the boyfriend just went out and then you found out that he has this close female relationship and you had to kind of also accept that relationship which a lot of the time happens with just girls getting with boyfriends they kind of are like oh my boyfriend has a girlfriend and I, I hear it from a lot of my friends they're like okay he is friends with girls I find that a bit weird and it depends if they're friends with girls it's just yeah. like you know it's just like meeting someone new and kind of understanding their kind of adjusting life. to their life and honestly like which is going to come out over the next probably few podcasts is like Patreon but yeah that but um I am someone who is a moth to flame to toxic relationships and since my last breakup I have really just understood how they begin and how you can kind of just like the kind of red flags kind of kind of red flags and also how like you know not only can someone present themselves as a toxic person and then you get enveloped in this toxic relationship also you can be bringing toxicity into a relationship so it's kind of about like just stepping back for a minute and trying to evaluate the situation and being like hold on am I being controlling am I being a certain type of way that is causing difficulties and kind of disruptions and something that was otherwise normal before I came into the situation so say I mean with this girl say if these two got um were friends beforehand and like it's happened to a friend of mine recently where she's just recently gone in a relationship with a guy and he has a lot of female friends. Sure. Close female friendships. They maybe hooked up once back in the years. Mm-hmm. Like, whatever. But they are friends now. Mm-hmm. It's totally... They're just friends. Yeah, and, and they you trust have, that. Yeah, and they've had that friendship longer than they've had you. Yeah, or so, the ride. Yeah. And then she comes in and she's kind of like questioning these friendships and she doesn't understand them because she hasn't been around for the last four years to yeah. understand that... Or is it also it's none of her business. Yeah. Just like, yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. it's none of your business what happens with the lad WhatsApp group or whatever. Like, yeah. it's just... Or the general girls that you're got, your boyfriend's got with before you, even if they're not friends. Yeah, just you. as much as if you're texting your ex-boyfriend, you're just checking in and you just casually write to each other every now and again. It's mm-hmm. You don't need to, like, completely divulge that information to your boyfriend in, so that he's completely on the same page because yeah. he probably won't be because he wasn't there. Yeah, like, so, that's toxic or whatever. Yeah, however... Like you were saying, it kind of seems from just from what this short message that yeah. we're getting from that girl, it seems like that maybe the friendship or whatever started when you already had the relationship. And that's again another kind of thing where it can bring in toxicity. It's it's kind of like I'm in a place now where I'm really trying to just be friends with guys and explore a part of like I've never been friends with guys. Yeah. So I'm trying to just explore that. However, so what is okay? I think like you kind of set the rules and you know mm-hmm. I can usually point especially in the questions we get I, there's been loads of questions even in the similar a similar vein as this that I've been like ooh the girl's being a bit toxic here you know like I usually if they go in like to insane detail and it's about mm-hmm. like you know last week we were out and then they went up to her and then he said he was going to buy a drink and then she went up to the bar and bought a drink with them it's like that's just and obviously- I was left out so here we go like just to Go back to the question. It just says, should they be taking selfies and posting Instas together or am I a jealous freak? Now, what I like about this question, as in what we've 
spoken about before on the podcast is like it's very much to the point it's not fluffy it's like it's yeah. just like uh, uh, yeah. uh here's my situation yeah. they're me. a lot easier to answer this is why we kind of answered this particular one but so she's quite specific in the fact that she's like obviously her boyfriend is taking selfies and instas with another girl and like you said continue what we're saying about like I just think that like her point here like she's like am I being a jealous freak I don't think you're being jealous because you're not saying like I think that they're getting together I just think that it's a boundary that they've crossed that you may maybe even didn't know that you had that boundary and that's how we discover boundaries I think in relationships mm. and in friendships like sometimes you don't discover the boundary until it's being crossed and that has happened to me countless amounts of times with friends with boyfriends with family like that's how you learn your boundaries, you know. And it's also how you learn to respect mm. your peers. Yeah, 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 yeah. And and you, it's how you learn to, as we always say, you learn to kind of like uh, get the respect that you deserve. And like for you, I think, obviously, I'm not saying like it's now up to you to solve it. But the thing is, is that if you're the one who's taking the issue with it, I do feel that you have a responsibility for your own peace of mind. Like this is just to help you out. To kind of raise it with whoever you think is best, you'll know best. For me, it would probably be my friend just because like I find <laughs> that guys can be and like I would be like that too. I'd probably go on the defense if Michael said to me like, oh, you've been taking a lot of pictures with fucking Tyg and I'd be like, I'd probably go on the defense because it kind of seems like they're kind of accusing me of cheating or something. You know what I mean? So that's why if like a, yeah. if the friend, if he said it to like his friend more, I feel like it could be more of a easy situation. So how do you mean as in? Like as in I think it would be easier for her to say it to her pal rather than her boyfriend. Like to bring mm. to raise the issue with because I kind of feel that it would be easier to tell to be honest. Oh, it's a tough one here to tell. It's like, hard. It really, that's a tough one. It's hard when we don't I know the people. Like of it course. De- yeah, it depends who she was closer before. Like say if the boyfriend is closer to the girl. It just it also depends on the intentions of that person. Because like it could be a situation where you're going out with the guy and he's completely you know what's those things that I was trying to do air quotes air quotes I always forget them what did you say air, air commas last air week? commas yeah I was like <laughs> air abbreviations anyway um, where he's kind of like you know sees her as a friend it's kind of like or no, you don't want to mix up some kind of do you know what is all honestly my fear and I have been in this exact situation that this girl is talking about my fear is in like say if let's put ourselves in the situation for a minute Say if me, you and Michael were out. Me and Michael, house on fire. Oh my God, we're getting along. Ah, <laughs> yeah. Ah, 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 like laughing away, <laughs> selfie in a way. We're so close. But we're, you know, it's all about you, baby girl. Because you <laughs> brought us together, whatever. But then I've been in the situation where I'm kind of like, I'm the girlfriend and the friend. And I'm viewing this kind of very much getting on between my boyfriend and my friends. And I'm enjoying that they're getting on. Don't get me wrong. I'm very <laughs> fucking happy that you're all bloody having a great time. And I'm here... <laughs> triggered but anyway I'm also a bit fearful of vocalizing my inner fears because I'm like am I going to be saying something that they aren't aware may exist like this is like I'm talking crazy like I'm talking this is how some women like me for example think like so you don't know who to go to because say if example okay you say it to the girlfriend who you think you're close to you're like look I don't know it's just a bit random. It's kind of like, I, get, I love that you're getting on, pal, gal pal, love that you're getting <laughs> on. But it's just a bit, it's just overstepping the mark where it's making me feel a bit uncomfortable and I kind of feel like, 
it's almost flirtation going on. And they're like, oh my God. And then because they've built this close relationship with the guy and they're taking their selfies and they have a... You're fucking crazy. I'm not crazy, babes. No, not crazy. But I mean, like, this is like a very... um. I know what you mean. You feel like you're going to push them together, but like then that's not your friend. Yeah, but this is what she's having a problem with. I think she's more just scarlet that they're out taking pictures together. Like I think like... But I think she is also at the level where she's like, if I freaking make it exist by speaking about it, like it's already happening. They're already taking photos. They're already doing whatever. I think what it is is just like, for ex- I think that... It's just a really fine, it's a very grey area being friends with your friend's boyfriend because as you said, obviously, like the ideal situation is that your friends like your fella and they can get along and all Mm -hmm. the rest. And the thing is, is that if you do end up like hitting it off with someone's fella, if you see him on a night out, that's your friend. I, I mean, I think it's kind of like a very, it's a strange way to think that you think that your friend would end up then fancying your boyfriend that you'd push them together. Like that's very in my opinion it's not jealous it's just a bit paranoid where it's like i think you have to give people the benefit of the doubt and usually people are trying to get on with your fella because it's a nice thing for someone to get on with your fella like i would presume i get that that. however when you're bringing in stuff like instagram it's not just about you guys getting on it's about you're putting it on social media and that's not just about you guys getting on you are wanting to promote something that's very much solid that Mm -hmm. you're getting on that's Mm -hmm. like a public declaration of us like that's what it is. In this day and age, just, whether you have 300 yeah. followers at three to 100,000, like, why does that have to extend? Like, I, I just think it's different people's boundaries. Like, if I, if you were out on a night out and you ran to Michael and put a picture up with the two of you on your Instagram story, it literally wouldn't bother me whatsoever. Yeah, but it depends on the context. But that, but what I mean is, I'm just saying that's the context. I, like, you put one up, oh yeah, even if you're like out spending the whole night at the table together, it wouldn't bother me because that's not a boundary for me. But you can't expect other people's boundaries to be your boundaries. Like, I'm fully aware that like mm-hmm. my boundaries are different to yours, yours are different to mine. Like, everyone's are completely separate. And it also depends on the strength of the relationship. Totally, like you yeah, and Michael yeah. have like many years of mm-hmm. you know a foundation built. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, you're aware of Michael and how he kind of carries himself and how he goes out. And you're also, yeah. me and you have been friends for like almost a freaking decade, so you're aware of how I am. Yeah. So there's that just immediate trust. We don't know. Well, she just clearly girl. doesn't really. Tr- I think it's just that shows your trust. You but you don't really have there's someone in that situation that you're not trusting. Because if you yeah. trust both of them, then you wouldn't have be having the situation. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like I know that like if Michael wanted to cheat on me with you, he would have done but it. But again, now. <laughs> it's not about just cheating. Well, but what I mean is like if that was really the paranoia. as in like I have personally been in that situation before, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. where I've been on the in the situation where I'm at home, and a close friend of mine and my boyfriend at the time were out drinking, putting up Instagram stories, putting up selfies together, and. It was not exactly, it wasn't the selfie that bothered me. It wasn't the sure. stories. It wasn't the fact that they were out together. That was not the boundary that was crossed for yeah. me. For me, it was the kind of publicness of like, I understand. I knew what was going Like, I didn't think that anything was going on. I didn't, whatever. However, it's kind of putting the dialogue. It's opening up a dialogue to possible people who are viewing your stuff. And mm-hmm. that just creates kind of paranoia because like you want to be going on long. Like you're quite private with your relationship. If me and Michael were consistently going out weekend being like putting up pictures and making something that you that's it's like out of your control and it it's like you could completely trust the two of us and that's fine. But it's when another story is being created 
by Instagram, which happens a lot of the time. This is why the massive thing happened with influencers and bloggers and veil and stuff. It's like building something. a narrative kind of. Yeah. So that was my kind of issue mm. because then I was getting tagged being like, oh, no, you okay, hon? I think that with, kind of I think it just all of, boils down like I mean we could speculate on to what she feels but I think it just boils down to boundaries and that like say for example that situation that you had this you don't and I said it to you at the time I was like it wasn't me by the way I was bitching about I was like coaching her through it when Lindsay was kind of saying like she was kind of being paranoid that she was being really jealous like this girl and I said to Lindsay I was like look you're not being paranoid but it doesn't matter what the other person thinks what matters is that mm-hmm. you have now discovered a boundary that you have and you've mm-hmm. told these people and you've told them that that's a boundary and now you judge them on how they act around that boundary because it's like when you're with a boyfriend like ready to pop the question the jewelers at blue have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds. And they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Even if you're like having sex or whatever, you know, that way and you're like doing all this shit and then they do one thing and you're like, mm, actually don't really like that. Yeah. If they continue to do it, that's or them. Or if they bother you about it, like, oh, you don't like that, it's really yeah. annoying. Yeah, it's like they're, they're like, that's them like not acknowledging your boundaries. And that's what all of like healthy relationships are all about, like acknowledging and accepting each other's boundaries. Michael knows that I don't like to be fucking bothered 24-7 via text. I'm very lucky that he's the exact same as me. However, it'd be very annoying if he continuously expected me to act like a person that I'm not. You know what I mean? Like, because yeah. that's a boundary. So what it is here is like, obviously, as we said, we'll wrap it up. We can can't tell you who to say it to but I think it's healthy like you should acknowledge that you have this boundary that it, mm-hmm. it's not making you very comfortable and mm-hmm. I think you I do and that's think, valid yeah and also in regards to toxicity because there's just something about this question that as vague as it is and we don't know the internet there's something that kind of screaming toxic to me first of all that you were asking this question which like look we love your questions however you just seem to not be validating your own feelings in that like you're questioning like clearly you are bothered by this mm. you're writing in and you're asking am I just jealous you're you're second guessing yourself whether you're jealous or you're a freak yeah like you're feel like maybe the person whether it's your friend or your boyfriend is kind of like oh like I've been on the receiving end of that when like if you present a boundary and people just laugh it off or scoff it off and kind yeah. of like that's really they gaslight you kind of right? yeah exactly it's just like invalidating like I mean Jenny said this to me and I mean Jenny and I are always coaching each other like she was like it's not up to someone to tell you what's okay for you like you know we don't want to be precious princesses but like if within you're, reason if, like yeah exactly like if you're kind of coming to someone and in a like 
respectful manner saying yeah that kind of bothered me I didn't feel great about that I'm not starting a fight but I would prefer if that kind of didn't go and we just kind of were on the same level of that like if you come to them human to human and are like not screaming or not yeah. causing massive go drama go vulnerable as well you know yeah, I think like, it made me feel bad if they then scoff and laugh at you and I'm kind of like oh my god oh well I never oh I'll never do that again. oh so I won't ever talk to your friend again fine I'll never talk to your friend again that kind of thing and kind of make a joke out of it and a skit out of it and that completely like devalues what you were trying to bring up and makes you seem a yeah. certain type of person then you just know that this is not a route that you want to go down mm. and like I would say that in the sense I know we've been talking about this for a while so we're wrapping up now like obviously people react differently and I do know that like sometimes you can say stuff to people and even if they're the soundest ever they can their autopilot is to go on the, def- the defense however I just would say that if you are okay with them like if they are if it ends up in a fight or whatever like and you stay with them and all that rest like just now that you've said your boundary now judge them because mm-hmm. like fair enough they might go on the defense and be like okay I'm never going to talk to your friend again yeah, and then two they days, might be embarrassed or yeah. who knows you know what I mean like people can just act yeah. crazy when and they're like and then two days later they might come back and be like actually yeah yeah or else they you never know in a month they might see you doing something similar and be yeah. like oh I kind of get it because yeah it's all well and good until but, you're in the but what I mean is like just judge them on then their actions as in like if they continue to then still post the pictures, post the stuff, like then that's and them. And evaluate your feelings. Yeah, that's them really disrespecting your boundaries. And, you know, as I said, it's just important to note that like, not everyone, like, I mean, there's probably a load of boundaries in relationships that I don't, I'm not aware that I have yet. And you only, mm-hmm. there's no problem or shame discovering boundaries like, when they arise because sometimes that's just life you know what I mean you just go oh my god I don't like that whoa I didn't know I didn't like that however you have to be able to also be like it's a very it's an emotionally mature thing to be able to do to actually kind of bring it up because I was a type of person for years and years and years where like people would do shit to me that would hurt me and I'd never say to them Mm. because like obviously that's a sign of that I wasn't valuing my own boundaries enough you know that Mm -hmm. way by saying like oh well whatever Mm -hmm. I'll just let them do whatever and I just kind of realized as time went on that like I can't be sitting here moaning about people pissing me off if I don't tell them that they've pissed me off because as far as they're aware they're grand and maybe as far as these two people are aware they're just getting on for your sake yeah because i do think that that's the majority of the time people are just getting on with your fellow to be and like and it may not crush, like it may be a bit of a like shock to the system yeah i'm sure like, it will be yeah however it could be a 15 20 minute conversation then you might be just right as rain and like you both are aware of each other's yeah. boundaries and you move on and it's like better for your friendship yeah. or for your relationship yeah but again, it honestly just boils down to whether the respect level is there. So I think just yeah. end it at that, like recognize whether you're being respected in your kind of just confusion over a situation of your own feet. Like if present them in a way that is like just respectful and normal and not intense and whatever. Mm-hmm. And Do it in person, not for your text. And like Jenny said, like recognize their reaction and just build off it, build off it. Like don't be jumping from not to a hundred. Like you could like, be seeing that they're taking a selfie and then be like oh my god mm. they're don't let yeah. yourself build up resentment over yeah. it you know? just be like acknowledge your feelings see how they react and just go from there yeah yeah exactly and write us and let us know how you got on yeah with um so we have our outsider moment so as always every week we talk about outsider moments and it's just about living your fucking best, best life lives and just being a crazy bitch and not caring and sometimes getting into extremely horrendously awkward situations but moving hey, hot on guy. hey hot guy from last week we're still obsessed with that one yeah because sometimes you get laid <laughs> you do so this one i lulled at lynn's right okay 
Tell us, girl. So this was a submission. Uh, so a couple of years ago, I was out with the girls, and it was about two or three a.m. We were chatting to some boys. Now I was absolutely in awe of my own beauty the entire time. Like, whoa, I am stunning. And there was a really bad smell of shite. <laughs> what a hilarious sentence. <laughs> <laughs> so I started absolutely roasting one of my pals, saying that they farted, like getting proper skits. Obviously, it wasn't me being a sculpted goddess. That doesn't excrete. That doesn't excrete. So I carry on using my pal as a gateway for me to get the shag, like showing off to the guys. Oh, you know? the worst kind of girl. Sorry. <laughs> Only for someone. To- no, did she get her come up and So she was doing this. Uh, it wasn't me. Uh, the oh gateway God, for me. You're a minger. You're a minger. So it was the gateway for me to get a shag for someone, uh, and then only for someone to come up behind me and say. Gal, you've got something on your dress. And right there on the no. back of my dress was a literal no. dog shit. No! <laughs> I had been sitting uh, on a small wall having a fag while earlier and sat on a piece of no. dog shit. So the smell of shit was, was coming her. from her actual... Her. And she was there going, the smell of you, you farted. I'm going to trying to be cute. <laughs> That is just so it's such a nick <laughs> You're gas, bitch. Thank and you so much. And also gas to just loll about that and ride it in and be like owning your freaking outsider moment. Being like, I made a fool of myself, but it's freaking hilarious. For sure. I need to pee. Can we pause for a second? Yeah, we're going to pause and we're going to pee and we'll be back with two more juicy questions for you, sons. Nothing has ever really stuck. I get the usual only looking for sex guys, the ghosting, etc. But I'm 33 now and I really want a relationship. The single parent life is getting lonely. I've met some great guys, in brackets or so I've thought, and they've seemed okay that I was a single parent, but when it gets past the three month mark, they always say that they don't want the responsibility of raising some other man's child and it's really, really upsetting. I've tried going for different guys than my usual type to see if maybe I'm just picking the wrong guys, but it seems to be a lot of guys' attitude. Maybe it's just because they think, why settle for someone with a child when they can be out running all over Dublin with some girl who has no responsibilities? Ugh, help a girl out. Give me some advice, please. Sad face. Well, thank you so much for your honest and vulnerable question. Mm-hmm. Um, and also keeping it, as we said, like, I don't know, just well written and concise and just to the point. Yeah, it was um, completely personal to like certain, you know, like, it's it's just like, I feel like... A lot of people will resonate to this. Yeah, because it goes beyond even just being a single parent. There's loads of stuff. Like, obviously, that's a big part. But, like, just having responsibility. And, like, as you get older, especially, like, everyone has more baggage, you know? Or even the thing of, like, the... Like, this woman was writing in saying that she seems to only be fine guys who will Mm. ghost her or who are just looking for sex. And if you are having a reoccurrence of that, you kind of are, like... Is this just what I'm given When my friends are going on with Their relationships are developing It's really hard Like When you're Like we're obviously in different situations Where I'm a single mom And you're in a solid relationship And It's fine Like I mean there's no jealousy on our part Like me, Jenny and I are just Maintained a great relationship between ourselves And stuff like that However it can be difficult to, and not only just because, like, Jenny's not the only person I know who's in a, like, solid relationship. <laughs> like, my sister now, like, for example, so I have two sisters, um, Sarah and Fiona, my twins. So Fiona has met Connor. My twins. My twins. My <laughs> two sissies. Uh, so Fiona's met Connor. 
he's a super solid guy. They're a really solid relationship. Mm-hmm. We love Connor. My family loves Connor. They're just like a healthy, wonderful relationship yeah. that is just really it's just a working relationship like and something that Sarah and I both very much admire we're not jealous of because we're like it's so perfect for Fiona they're just great together but it is kind of like it's just different when you're growing older and you're seeing your friends kind of like oh wow Fiona might just have a totally different world than Sarah and I might if we don't kind of get like you know we would like that but if it if the world doesn't throw us that bone then who knows where the hell we'll be like it's kind of like Fiona's life kind of has a certain map if she stays with Connor same as you with Michael which is kind of comforting I can imagine and then when you're someone like this writer who is like 33 and I'm going to be 32 in March you're kind of like whoa my life is still very much unpredictable like maybe I'll be one of those 40 year old brides or like maybe I'll just never have a solid relationship it's just something that is kind of like a little bit more up in the air which is like like daunting Mm. because there's no we've spoken about in the last question there's no rhyme or reason like there's no like all you have to do to get a good guy is this you know it's just kind of like you obviously connected with Michael and it worked out and you know, you're in your situation now where you have like a long term relationship on yeah. you. Fiona is similar as in like there was no like this is what I did. I got a single tin whistle and I just No, I went from- against all the rules. Wrote him yeah, on the exactly. first night I met him. Yeah, you wrote <laughs> you him and like you had like the And we had mad like I mean we'll talk I think me and Lindsay said we're gonna talk about this in like our Patreon thing. Like me and Michael's the start of our relationship, it's probably very easy to hear about our relationship now, because, especially because I don't really show it online. But like to think oh, that it's just this like easy sailing kind of like Jenny's holding my mic while, holding the mic while she opens the crown. Um, to think that it's like some sort of easy like that. I just met this guy and I've been with him for six years and it's been fucking easy peasy ever since. Like no one's relationship is like that. And like mine and Mar- Michael's certainly was It wasn't. Not. However, like that's what oh, like I mean, that's not it's not that it's more like it's just like whoa it really is that unpredictable yeah 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 yeah, because like i could have had relationships like the beginning of you and michael's and it just totally just falls through my hands like Mm -hmm. sand however yours just managed to kind of sometimes they just stick yeah like there's no like there's no um pattern of what like so that kind of is a bit confusing you're like hold on so i mean especially i i feel for this girl because she's talking about like you know judgment yeah and just being a single mom and thinking that like she is a big burden on them if they are kind of accepting mm. her like that's just so shit that like she says that she only gets so far and then they like it's like i'm grand this could be a controversial statement let me know i don't care i'm grand with someone because everyone has as we said their own boundaries and some people out there are like i don't want to date someone with kids yeah. Some people That's their thing They just don't want to For whatever reason mm-hmm. Like I completely respect that If they then Don't date people With, with kids, kids. <laughs> Like Or if they Start to date someone with kids And then realise That they actually have An amazing connection with them That they can then overcome Certain things That they thought were not for them Like mm-hmm. you know We've all said You know I'd never have sex In that position And then some random guy's into it And then you're like Oh actually I like it You yeah, know Or you're like I only go for blondes And exactly. then you're like Okay Exactly um. Like so you know I So I'm completely ground With any man or woman out there Who's like 
I've known girls and I've known guys both who've been like I wouldn't date a guy with kids like I remember my friend I think my friend Elise did it once where she was seeing this guy and she was like it, like you know you only sometimes find it out you know some people not keep it secret but especially dads can get away with it more you know the way because like they don't You're right, always girl. have custody or whatever mm-hmm. so then she found out this guy had a daughter and she would just kind of got freaked about it she was younger she was just like just don't really want that because I don't think she was looking for something serious you know so it's kind of like I completely respect that because like it's just knowing what you want and if you can just say to the person like look not really into that see you later bye but I do have a major problem with people especially fellas like <laughs> dating these women who are giving up their free nights expect- I mean let's presume they have custody of their children This woman definitely does as she said The dad hasn't been involved Like yeah. she's getting the baby minded Like she is like putting a lot into this situation And then you're going to date her for not just one date Not two dates Like you're going to date her for three, three fucking months. months And then drop the bomb on her That you don't want the responsibility of someone else's kid Which by the way I'm not picking up she's asked for in this fucking email mm-hmm. Like to, to, pre- to go and presume that just because a nine-year-old yeah, like he is basically raised like i have a 10 year old and honestly he is up in the morning he's making <laughs> his own breakfast he's getting playing on his freaking nintendo switch he is living his life like yeah. he is not like being raised and he's like not if looking there was a man to daddy. come in in his life now he would be to be honest very wary he would yeah. be like he would be like oh the man i've ne-. like you know he, like if he's been hanging around with the mum solidly like rilo is my man yeah like he's not going to be jumping on any man who no comes way in and look in terms of like looking for some kind of like exception or father figure like to be honest like i've maintained that with my dad with my brother to kind yeah. of you know be their instill kind of that father figures yeah so like i mean fair enough if this girl was writing in saying i have a three-year-old a yeah. three-year-old would probably become a lot more attached or maybe. as i was thinking uh 90 day fiance that girl who met that guy and oh, she was pregnant my good god with another guy are you watching that i've i've watched a few but i haven't i have to get into it properly we need to be literally it's could so not be more gas it's so good but like this girl is literally like she met this guy on an app karaoke app a karaoke app because she broke up with one fella in the interim got pregnant with another fella and now is going over to to meet this guy. She's literally eight months pregnant. Oh, no, yeah. she, had the, she had a newborn. Yeah, and no, the baby was probably about like that five me, months. That? Yeah, I'm sorry. Run for the hills. I, I mean, I don't know anyone unless, like, especially because this is a very new relationship as it would be because she's pregnant with another man's child. Like, to me, that would not be appealing to me. Like, But then it is to some people. Like, so, some, yeah, yeah, yeah. Some of course, men of course. Are a certain type of men and they, like, you know, but what I mean is like If that's your thing Like that's a situation That's crazy But like To think that some woman Is sitting around Waiting for you To pay her fucking Like raising Another man's child Like you're not raising Anyone's childhood We're in the 21st century Families are now You know Not as solid As they used to be And Like to think that you could just date someone for three months and then literally be like, oh, I don't want to be right. It's another man's child. Like, who the fuck do you think you are? Another like, another man's child is also the way that she writes it there. If I was on the receiving end of that kind of like someone saying that to me, it's very shamey. Yeah. Another man's child. It makes you seem extremely dirty. Like, another man's it's child. It's like, like baggage. A, yeah. Like, you've had a child that and is it's very mind. like objectifying to a kid like this is a kid you're talking about like stop being so rude around a little innocent child who like didn't ask to be born in this world didn't ask for his, their situation to end up how this little boy did not ask for his dad to not be in the picture no and that you, was like, that and man's at the end of choice the day, like 
please acknowledge that this woman, whether or not like you can, you know, a lot of single mothers get blasted for being like, oh, she's not letting the dad see the kid, whatever. Like this woman, whatever has gone on with her ex, this the woman who's writing into us is clearly consistent with her upbringing of the kid. Yeah. So acknowledge that fact. Yeah. Before kind of questioning what went on before. I don't know. Like it blames her for the man's actions. And that's what pisses me off. Like because I guarantee you. Like I've never for example I've not never. I don't know if I never have. But I've very rarely heard of this kind of complaint. From a woman whose dad is active in the child's life. Mm -hmm. It's only ever if the mother is the sole provider. And like is only raising the kid. Because then this new guy. Automatically first of all is making a really kind of. Um. What's the word like uh, stereo st- stereotypical idea that the woman is just looking for someone to raise her son, which is just ridiculous, or that they're looking for a father figure for or their also child. Also, a lot of the time, I find as well they are forgiving the absent father. But that's what I'm getting to. Mother. That's what I'm getting to. It's like mm-hmm. that. Like I've never heard. I've never really heard of this situation to be complained about. If it's like the dad is like in every weekend and minding the kid, and like you can have your your dates while you know Tommy has the kid it's never in that situation it's only if the mom is um or like I mean I'm sure it can go the other way as well if the mom I don't know was off and then the we've seen it on mass drinks before where like a lot of um women who are dating like full-time dads they write in and they are like they really have problems with the amount of money that a man might yeah. be giving the ex and the, all those kind of complications. Which, yeah, yeah. It like, goes both ways. Obviously, it's a very complex situation. Mm-hmm. But it's like, I just mainly only see it in this kind of instance where it's like the parent who has been abandoned by whatever, for whatever reason, that's their own business, but has been left with the sole uh, responsibility of raising a child. And now when they're trying to look for a mate, like a mate, like, I meant like a partner now. Yeah, like, yeah. No, trying to look no. for a partner, like the partner is now blaming them for being left. Like, how can you not go have some sort of empathy and just realize that, like, this is a person who had decided at one point to have a kid with someone, and now the other parent has literally devoided all responsibility. And now you're punishing them for it. Like, it's just so yeah, I wrong. Mean, and I, like, Honestly, we got this question. We get a lot of different questions. This is one that is obviously resonated with me. And like I recently just celebrated in August, Rilo's 10th birthday. Insane. Which is like, OMG, I have been a parent for a decade. When you put up that Instagram the other day being like, Oh, I know. Preteens are hilarious. I literally like had was a an existential crisis. He cannot up. stop saying the F word. Like he was honest. <laughs> like and I mean, I'll probably get mom shade for that. Honestly, I mean, kids. I are do bold. not give a bollock. Suck my literal freaking thrushy clip. Farrell, he's a good, good boy. Yeah, no, he's an amazing boy. But he's also trying to like, as most kids are, and I thought, I'm letting him explore his kiddlehood of like they're all just saying the F word here and there. Like he's not a bad kid. That doesn't like freaking. You know, whatever. He's being bold with saying. Yeah, like he can say that. It doesn't have to like personify his whole kind of personality, whatever. Anyway, I don't give a fuck about mom shaming. It happens all the time. It's just not something I focus on. Um, however, in this regard, it's like, yeah, I've been a single parent for ten years, 
And what happened to me was I was single. And I think when I first broke up with Rilo's dad and I was single, like Jenny and stuff was like, we were hanging out so much. I was single for like a year or two. And then I met one guy called Ryan and he had a kid and like, you know, we got on really well. And then he wasn't as active as a parent as me. And that kind of was conflicting. And then I met Jimmy and whatever. And Jimmy accepted that I was a single mom mm-hmm. and I really really valued that he accepted that I had this baggage yeah whereas don't see it as fucking baggage yeah that would be my massive that's so true point huh? it's not baggage it's life but it's also like value your children not that I'm saying this woman doesn't but like of course I mean you're giving her a new perspective yeah I'm just like if you don't accept me and my amazing kid who literally injects so much fun and life into my everyday existence if you if if some randomer from freaking Clondalk can't see that that's on him and he can get with a little mot who can go out drinking every freaking night and like on that's grand because if that's what you value then yeah. obviously you're 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 like kind of baseline of values is lower than mine because like to start to think that like whatever about the like oh, I'm not right and someone else child like to as you said like don't see it as value, as baggage like like mm. your kids have enriched so much in my life mm-hmm. from when I was you know you, young really. but like you know what I mean it's like and it's true and it's not even just saying it to be like <laughs> wiping a tear it's like yeah Rilo's enriched my life so much like Rilo showed me when I was like 21 22 when we first met I kind of had my first actual tangible kind of glimpse of what it is to be a mom and like mm. and like you know I'd take care of my cousins but like it was never really as close as like I was to Rilo and it was like we were living together basically at the time and like you know I'd get up and make Rilo some breakfast and like mm. that's enrichment and that's like that's like you should be fucking grateful to be around this and especially around my kid who I have molded into this amazing human being and how dare yeah. you try and make See that, that out as something as like another person's a burden. kid and like turning it into that kind of disgusting like I negative mean, yeah and also just like that he's I mean another man's kid he's not another man's kid he's my kid he's yeah. with me every single day I'm raising him he lives like don't subject him to that kind of yeah, how dare dismissiveness you? like that's and don't fuck around with people who are in any way going to talk about your kid in that way if they literally talk about your kid in any which way that isn't anything other than the pure innocence that they yeah are, exude do not have them around yeah they are toxic and they will continue be t- to be toxic you will never teach them if someone is going to like be like oh you're fucking this you're fucking this. don't have them around yeah like i've recently met someone who's like just a friend but he adores kids and whatever like and he just like asked me about like how they're getting on and he just like thinks they're funny and I even get that from Instagram like just putting up Rilo and Luna on Instagram and I get like nice responses from just like normal guys who are like oh my goodness she's so funny she's mm. like this and not pinning me to a like oh you're doing a great job single man yeah. like I mean they are their own people and like you know Jenny and Rilo and Luna have their own relationship and like yeah. you know like like really value your kids because honestly the worst thing that I have heard from like kids who have been brought up in like single like mother relationships is being kind of disregarded or subjected to any form of kind of dismissiveness as in like oh like I mean if you are going to accept a guy who's who like sees your kids as something anything other than 
An amazing extension of you. Yeah, an extension of you and also an add-on of how deadly you are. If they really are going to love and value Mm. you, they're like, this is an extra thing. Mm. Like, but kids really do get affected. And no matter what the age, I think, if you were going to kind of subject them to like any man talking in any which way. And if you do find yourself like migrating to men who are just casually talking about your kids in that way, just cut them as like, I mean, keep on going. Like, Recently, like I was with freaking my trainer today, who I know from primary school. His mom is my mom's age, close to 60. She got married two weeks ago. No way. Literally, she is like glam hairdresser. She got married <laughs> to the super rich freaking businessman, Amal Hyde. Stunning. Who is like similar to age. And I was like, do you know what, hon? Like, your mom has inspired me. You don't have to be a 30 year old no. bride. You don't have to. Like all her kids are grown. Her el- her youngest kid is 26. And now she has a new lease and of life. Ha- yeah. Now she's just got married. newly wed at 60. Yeah. She got married in Malahide Castle. Like living her best life. Yeah. Rich. Yeah. Her <laughs> freaking husband paying for her all canapé. <laughs> no canapé. <laughs> canapé. Yeah. Like I mean. So what would you say. Like for this girl where she's kind of like, oh, what do I do? Like, do you think it's more about her perspective or do you think it's like, is there a way to find a guy? I would say it's the worth that you are exuding. Mm. If you are walking around Dublin town as if you are a bitch with baggage, people are like, if you're kind of like, oh my God, like, oh, I have a kid. Oh, like, I can't be going out. Like, don't see yourself as that. Like a thing that like is hard to kind of, married to your own life whatever it is like it takes a village to raise a kid if you want to go out dating and you know you're finding yourself a bit kind of like disabled because like you literally can't leave because you're the sole carer to this kid try and bring in friends and be like look I want to go out and date seem a little bit more fluid in that yeah, sense of like, like if Lindsay ever came to me and was just like look Jenny mm. like it's a Friday night I'm not going to be bringing him back here I'll come back at 3am Or if, if I was like Do you and Michael Want to like Hang out of mine Whatever Of course like, like, You know figure out like, You'll be surprised At how Like people I feel like Irish people are very much Like oh, I wouldn't be bothering them I find it's like Single mums But not even just single mums I think people in general Is like They want to seem like They're really handling And they shit. have it all So together, they don't want to yeah. ask for help Because yeah. that kind of seems Like you're a bit weak And you need a bit of help Yeah However like Honestly if you want to get laid You're going to have to just Maybe for the first little while Take the kids out of it Yeah You know Yeah So I would just start dating What I've always done Is start dating Just as a Not a single person They're always aware I have children However I make myself look that a little bit more available as in mm. like I'll meet you for lunch the kids aren't involved mm. like I'll probably have to meet like I'll be like yeah I have to get back to them at four o'clock or yeah. whatever but that's also but, good because I need to cut up off point for the yeah. day and I'm also keeping them like aware that I do mm. have responsibilities that and isn't like I have a question for you Lindsay, because uh, mm-hmm. obviously I'm more asking Lindsay because she has like a lot more perspective on me as this but it's just an interesting thing so obviously she's saying that like um Oh come the three month mark Like then they kind of dip out So she's obviously going on dates She's obviously meeting guys Yeah However do you think that it's maybe like I don't know do you think Like and I'm not putting a blame on this girl at all I'm just kind of uh, extrapolating from the, the email Kind of and what you were saying as well Like do you think that maybe she's There could be a chance that in the dates She's kind of talking about herself as having a bit of baggage Like kind of being like Oh I do have the kid Because I know you I Like mm-hmm. I mean I know that you from what I know Any of the guys That you've kind of dated Have never really had This conversation with you They've never felt 
and I'm not again I'm not blaming this girl this is purely what the guys have picked up on but like I haven't heard of many guys kind of thing say to you like oh I don't want to be raising someone else's kid because I do know for a fact that you are always um you're as I always call you my momspiration because you, you always said that like I'll be a ma, but I'm still going to be myself. Like, I'm not, mm-hmm. the, just because I'm pregnant doesn't mean I'm going to be putting on the duffel coat and the Ugg boots and the Range Rover, yeah. you know? And like, that, yeah, they, give me that sassy body con. Yeah, it's like, that's always kind of given me, like, because I, I think before I met you, always thought, like, to be a mother had to be like, okay, well, that's it, life's over. Mommy. And now, yeah. and, and now I'm a mommy. And now I've kind of realized that, like, I could get pregnant next week and, like, still live my exact same life, have my exact same fucking mm-hmm. friends, be going out and, like, have a little chip every now and again with friends. Like, that it's yeah, like, you don't need to be a man. Life doesn't have to seven. end. So do you think that maybe she needs what I'm trying to get at is maybe like a new kind of perspective on motherhood and that it kind of just feel that like she's not a mother who's dating. She's a woman who's dating. She's a single mm-hmm. girl who's dating and trying yeah, to find a fella. Completely. And that I think there's like we were speaking about in the previous questions about boundaries. And I think if you are and I hear it from like I've had single mothers before who I've been friends with. Who are date, trying to date and stuff like that And they're just very much aware of their situation And yeah. therefore they turn it into almost a like A ready made, a pre-made boundary Yeah Like it's like I met a girl before um, When I was in college And she was a single mom, so was I And she told me that she would go on like five dates with a guy And never, not disclose that she was uh, a mother okay, And yeah. then kind of on the fifth date If, if she thought and they were And it's all serious. of a sudden made a I mean, huge deal Yeah and then they're like what the fuck now, for me, I would never, there were just little kind of like boundaries I have within myself. I feel in respect for my children, as in I'm not going to ever go on a date and put them in a position of being a burden. Mm. I'm never going to be like, oh my God, like I do have a kid. I'm I'm only ever going to talk about them as a joy, yeah. which they are in my life. And if you don't recognize that, then grand, go freaking bet on a horse and do your yeah. thing. Also, if good you luck that your life is that miserable. But yeah. You, honestly, I think if, if I honestly, even if you're a kid person or not, if you cannot see the joy in someone else's parenthood and having children mm-hmm. and someone that you, if you value someone, Everyone always says this. Sorry to cut across you for this point, but like this is just from like a person without children. Like hopefully soon, he. Um, <laughs> but like you know, like someone who without children, it's like uh-huh. one of the nicest things to ever see is someone else with their kids, especially someone that you love. Like, yeah. It gives you a new perspective on motherhood, on parenthood, and on children. Mm-hmm. And loads of people I know have been like, I never liked kids until I met yours, or until I met my friend blah blah blah's kids. You know, and it's like if that person can't, if that human connection isn't there. Then he's just not worth your time. They're not worth your like, time at all. And so, yeah, completely. I will just always present them as a joy. I will always, like, I will never go on a date and be like, oh, my God, I can't believe I, I'm, I'm so used to being at home with the kids. Yeah. Oh, I'm creating this, like. I'm delighted I got away from the kids for a few hours. Yeah, dialogue of a burden. And, like, any time, like, even, I was talking to a guy a couple of weeks ago and he was like, so what's your home life like? And I was like, my home life is, like, laughs all the time they just are amazing like and that's what it is because I do have a premeditated idea of how I want their childhood to grow Mm. and this girl too like she says that like her her son is the light of her life like you know it's not like like she clearly has an amazing connection with Mm. her son and she only has one kid like Jesus Christ like that is barely yeah like like I have two hun (laughs) two kids two dads and like I mean I got a question recently just a couple days ago on my Facebook um, she was like, look, um, it was kind of similar enough. She was like, 
I have two kids, two different dads and I just feel so awkward going into the dating world and just expressing that like, mm. hey, how are you? What do you do with your life? And I'm like, eh, eh, I have to honestly don't make it a thing mm. like I low-key joke about it but not in the sense that you can joke about yeah. it you know the way like yeah, there's that yeah. boundary of like yeah I have two kids do that but like I mean what the fuck who cares yeah it's like you know the way like I this is not to like you know trivialize your point but obviously I don't have it but it's like you know we've all met someone who like randomly works in like Tesco or like mm. the spa wrap place now there's two type of bastards who work in McDonald's or the spa wrap deli counter mm-hmm. there's one who's really like gas I'm fucking working like oh I'm yeah. working in this spa or there's one who's like I am yeah I'm I'm, I'm, I'm trying it over yeah, I'm like, it's like I'm only working in McDonald's literally for it's like that's like the way you present your life is how people will perceive it like mm-hmm. You can literally be like, oh, yeah, shit. Like, I actually, I'm randomly working at McDonald's at the moment. Like, I, it's not exactly where you want to be. And people all of a sudden, people like, pick okay. up on embarrassment. You're kind of, yeah. But they're if like, you were uh. literally like, working at McDonald's and a sick of my dick, I make 13 mm. euro an hour because apparently they're one of the top yeah, and like employees really reliable in the world. Employers. And it's so also it's like, just like, who cares? You're going to be in there getting your fucking double Mac burger from me when you're pissed. So mm-hmm. feck it. But <laughs> also what I want to say in a point to this mm-hmm. girl is like, because she is saying that like she's been kind of strung along and totally. that like it can help yeah, for three yeah, months yeah, yeah, and yeah. stuff. Please, like honestly, I have been in my two biggest relationships were with the fathers of my children and they were the two most toxic mm-hmm. relationships that I, I mean, to a point where now I am still like just what's the word like I'm still quivering from the like intensity of the toxicity that it still exists no matter how if I break up like I mean toxicity is really difficult to rid of from your toxicity own existence toxicity is toxic like, like if in, you like, were used to, to like accepting a certain type of behavior with mm. someone it really still exists in your life so what I've tried to do is use what I've learned from those toxic like bad relationships and marry them to like just find meeting new people and not even just like thinking you know consciously like relationship and like a solid person like this has to be this has to last I'm more so just kind of like calming it down and being like look you literally cannot write the future you can meet someone and think that you're going to spend the rest of their life with them you don't know that's going to happen what you can do from what you have known from like previous relationships and like my um from my point of view anyway from like my previous relationships that didn't work out is that recognize things that I would have missed when I was younger and uh, like appreciate that you were in an age now where like years ago I would have accepted a guy even just acknowledging that I had a kid and wanting to be around me but now I would very much be like red flag red flag if a guy is bringing up stuff like other person's kid I'd be like no he is going to consistently be reusing that as a dialogue to make me feel bad about myself and probably leverage that as a way to control me mm. and hone me in and some like kind of lower your worth and your value yeah like he's lowering me and he's higher than me and he's very much showing that like, he I don't have that yeah so he's that's not about it a bird. like I've recently met a guy who <laughs> like and it's completely not even a thing but you know he has just showed me that there are people who can just like enjoy yeah that like oh my god like it's normal for them that it's not like this massive burden yeah. like it can be normal for people to like having kids from this fucking bloke and, and they're out there 
they are like, there are like, they're not use... out there if you were adhering to yeah. the rules of what you're used to if you were going to just attach yourself to like this guy being like and trying to like it's like you're trying to kind of trump them if they're mm. saying like oh you're fucking do that man like i'm not raising someone else's kids probably... and then you're trying to like come across as someone who isn't that like if you have to fake it if you have to anything like that and if you have to like let your kid down by accepting that kind of conversation it's just not going to fit for your life and just like recognize that and move on you're wasting your time even for three months or three minutes with that kind of dude totally so recognize that toxicity and like maybe do some reflection um on it in the sense that like i think and again this isn't saying that like oh you're to blame or it's your fault because obviously these guys are shite but like at the same time we always have to i think personally take some sort of personal responsibility for the people that we give access to our in our life mm-hmm. and the only reason i say that is because i think it can in the end like help you you know that way like it can really if you kind of note like the people that you accept who have ended up fucking you over like it's happened to me with friends where i'm like oh actually maybe i make that slide a little bit too much well you know jenny that, always like, does this to me where i'm like jenny you know this person's wrecking my head or this person is like being so toxic to me and then it's like okay well you are also involved in that mm. it's a it's very easy especially when you're in kind of like gal talk to like pass the blame however recognize how you are migrating towards a certain type of person and that's what i mean with this girl it's like of course like these guys are obviously not great guys mm. for you especially in your situation however like maybe in your next few months like do some reflection on like maybe early warning signs just so that you that's what I mean. the next yeah. time yeah that's what i'm just agreeing with you where it's like she mightn't have seen them <laughs> when it happened but now that with this advice that you've given her which i think is such amazing advice like maybe look back and be like oh wait hang on it wasn't after three months every time there was there was yeah, there date the number three there, where he, he was saying kind of this and it's like as with all dating all dating is just waiting to weed out like and cut off like be like no he did that i don't like it no he did that i don't like it like that's all dating we've all been through it so it's like if if you have i think what it is is like you were going into dates or relationships or like you know kind of flings or whatever without having those kind of boundaries as we said in the last one uh Mm -hmm. the last kind of thing you didn't have those boundaries in your mind so now when you have them in your mind's eye the minute a guy says it, you're gonna be like uh, no like yeah because like especially when it's your fucking kids like fuck like you know all the other bullshit that we deal with but like when if some guy starts to talk like in any way negative about your children it's just like okay you're disgusting to me now literally See you later. let that be turn off but i think it is sometimes i don't know if it's a kind of competitive thing where it's like if a guy is seeming mm. like he's kind of you you feel like you have to like be a certain type of person like I remember I was dating a guy when I first broke up with Ryla's dad Jeremy that fucking mm-hmm. bloke and um, he was aware he was accepting that I had a kid he was aware of it he was like oh he was never really like he was grand with it however he would expect me to be able to drop like that yeah, yeah, so yeah, not yeah. respecting my role as a mother like yeah. that literally I am in full yeah. care of a yeah. kid 24 7 human you can't just casually ask me and Ryla was like temple bar. three at the yeah. time as well so like he was like oh yeah no I love you have a kid it's brilliant oh you're so much fun uh pop over to temple bar. oh you can't make it make like that kind of yeah. stuff where it's like you know acknowledge even like a year ago I was asked out on a date and a guy and he kind of fucked me over and Jenny and I rang up Jenny as soon as 
And like this guy was like, oh yeah, I'll be out at seven. Oh yeah, actually it's going to be probably closer to nine. And then he was like, it might be like 10 or I might get a taxi. And I was like, yeah. okay, I think I'm being fucked over because I literally got the kids minded for yeah. this. And I rang up Jenny and I was like, Jenny, am I being crazy or am I being fucked over? What's going on? I, sometimes you just get so enveloped yeah. and I was like, I need a normal, like a just outsider perspective. And Jenny was like, Lindsay, you literally got your kids minded. Like he's not respecting anything yeah, in your life. He's like, not respecting your life. If you are respecting a guy's you, gym or his yeah. work, or like this is your job. You are a mother to this kid, whether or not it's like fair with the father, whatever. This is your job mm. and it's your existence. If you cannot find a guy who from the get-go will just even mm. it was just respect like, that level of that's like... That's just like a blazing red flag. You know, even if you weren't like, say even with the kids were out of the picture, that's still being like, you can sit at home yeah. and wait for me. And I'll turn up whenever the fuck I want to turn up. Yeah, whether or not that was like me working like in a bar till 10. Yeah. And then you tell me you're actually going to come over at 12. Like it's like respect... Your life And if you don't respect your life How the fuck can you expect Some bloke from Tinder To ex- respect and your life And especially if it's in the first few dates There I think Where you, you do kind of establish Some very strict boundaries In those first few dates And like how you expect to be treated And the shit that you all deal with Like if Lindsay let that guy come over That's what I said to her I was like Lindsay you let this guy come over now And this will be the entirety Of your relationship mm-hmm. It will be constantly you Sitting around When will he come When will he come Oh, oh yeah half eleven's fine On yeah. a Tuesday Don't worry I'll, be, I'll just sit, sit here completely Completely made up waiting. Yeah, like, house spotless. Kids yeah. fucking in my mum's. Being like, yeah, I'm busy working, mum. Like, I mean, respect your life. Yeah. Because if you're going to meet someone who fits into your life and who like follow, like, you know, is just like a respectful mutual existence of you both like fucking riding on the rag and also live, being able to like, I don't know. Do you know what I mean? I like, get what you mean. Yeah. It's going to start from the get-go and it's going to start from like simple things like if you are a full-time mother like this person is, you obviously have a certain amount of time that you can probably get the kid minded and that's when you can mm-hmm. go on the date. Mm-hmm. If someone is trying to mess around with that and can't kind of configure or can't even comprehend Especially that you only the have a certain your amount 30s. of time, You're not your then early really 20s. don't bother. Yeah. And honestly, you're better finger banging to Shia LaBeouf on Google <laughs> than being out with Jerry who can't fucking comprehend that you can only have a Tuesday for Like, you know, yeah. if you like don't adhere to that kind of nonsense mm-hmm. and if you do adhere to that kind of nonsense a bloke can be walking past you who is actually you know you might be missing out on a proper actual bloke so just wait like don't just freaking fold to something that maybe is a bit grand but also kind of toxic or mm-hmm. kind of whatever okay. so guys i have to pee we have to bitch we've been yeah. an hour and a half on here so yeah. i mean it really just comes back to you know you accept the what is it you. The quality that you accept is the quality that you deserve. If you are going to accept the quality of a fuckboy calling you up at 2 a.m. on a Saturday yeah. night that's what you for the get. ride, that's what you're going to get. However, it's like those friends. We all have that friend who gets asked out for dinner every Saturday. That's what she accepts. Mm-hmm. That's the only thing she'll accept. Yeah. So same as a mother. Like, if you're going to accept, like, honestly, what's the fucking point? 
Let's wrap it up on. What's the fucking point of regular ride? Is that all? We're looking for a regular ride. Okay, guys. Thank you so much. We'll see all 420 felt 20, baby. About 20. In the Tivoli Theatre <laughs> next Saturday. We are literally... I can't even believe it's one week to the freaking day. No, I, I literally am freaked. I'm um, thank okay you so that. much. Keep an eye on our social. We're going to be teasing some merch really soon. Yeah. We are going to be, hopefully, I mean, we're just going to put it out there. We're going to be announcing more tour dates. <laughs> we have nothing in the works, but I'm just going to put it out and there. Like, yeah, like Jenny and I are just on this freaking weird old, we're in a weird old moment. We and are. we're going to talk about part of, probably more so in the next podcast yeah but like we just need you girls we need you guys we and we're need so, you girls like you need us and we're like, so thankful for all of you and we want to give you back everything that you give us so we'll see you on the 29th if you're there and you love it spread it around Dublin today and hopefully mm-hmm. we'll have more to come yeah take tons of selfies we want to just we're just dying to see fucking all of you dying I mean, tear us out and we want stage, you baby. to scream the house down boots so love you bitches and we'll see you on Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns.